0: Corey no. memory. Gigging frogs.
1: Me and the boys. Yeah, you guys caught When the boys were little. That was some of the
2: And it wasn't that long ago when little fuckers grew fast. I know. I, know. Probably, what, four I years ago? missed
1: that so much. Shit, I... you can't. I taught them how to gig so good you can't find a freaking bullfrog out there bigger than a quarter now.
0: <laughs> well they bled it dry.
1: And going down the Nishnabotna that's a whole yeah it's, it's that's a, a whole other deal because i've always said i uh, some of the best times of my whole life that i want to be cremated and have my ashes dumped off the river bridge one time me and Jamie and a friend of ours were going down the river and we stopped at the first sandbar from the Carson bridge we got out to pee cuz we were partying and didn't think too much of it right at the beginning.
0: Family reunion.
1: The um we were just in my little eight foot flat bottom boat. And we got back and the boat just didn't look just right. So I didn't think too much of it. So we're partying and getting all okay. toasted up. We get stop on the next one. Well, before we're all done yucking it up and peeing and carrying on, that goddamn boat moved. So then I kind of got my hackles up just a little bit, but I didn't say anything yet. So we go on down and we come to the one that you can see from the Dhoni schoolhouse. So by that time... We got out of the boat, took a few steps, and that boat was moving. We got our ass caught in a flash flood. So, them two were really messed up, and I sobered (laughs) up in a really big hurry. And I said, It was raining
2: up north somewhere and coming down. Yeah.
1: Debris started coming. Oh, my. Yeah. It was, it was, it was real. It was getting real and really fast. Yeah. So I said, you guys got to fucking dummy up. We've got to start rowing. We got to get to the goddamn out. And we got to get there. If you ever tried to
2: herd your drunk friends, it's not easy. Now,
1: (laughs) So we started going as hard as we could. And we got to the river bridge at Old Town Park. And here come a whole cottonwood tree a big one, and it was coming right at us, and we barely, barely ducked in between the piling and the bank, and that thing hit the piling of the bridge and went out the other way, away from us, or it would have got us, so I kept telling them, row as hard as you can and stay as close to the bank as you can, well, Jamie's as big around as a fucking hoe handle yep so we get to the get out spot, and I tied the rope tied a rope onto her pants, and I just picked her up and threw her up on the bank as hard as I could. Adrenaline kicks in. I tossed her up there, and I said, Grab for grass, and don't you dare let go of that rope and swing us back around and I said, start pulling, and we got out of there, and then here come another tree. And it was like that was. I've always said that was the funnest times I've ever had going down the river. But that's that one damn near killed us. It could have killed us.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I can see it that
1: being scary. It yeah. was.
0: What's it was. A, what's the uh, very
1: sobering, <laughs> and we were
0: pretty. We, we, we were
1: pretty melted, <laughs> that was a very sobering trip.
0: What's the uh, copyright on Mario Brother dungeon music? You know the level of first Mario where you're fighting. Yeah. The, da, 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 da. I want to do that the entire. Just play that over top of her entire story. Story. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Can you work that up in post.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll work that up in post.
1: Yeah. Oh God, that's some of the drunkest, funnest times what of time? my whole life. Funnest memories of my life are going down that damn river with people. I remember one time Gary Ridgely said that if everybody between Harlan and Henderson flushed their toilet at the same time, the Nishnabotna would be nothing but a big fucking turd. Unquote.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's probably true. Don't, Don't drink the river.
1: Don't drink the river. Oh. Man, that was oh man, that was good times. Yeah, Frank, I never had any fun on the river. No, cheap, good cheap fun.
0: They called me in high school.
1: <laughs> <And> a T-shirt, <laughs> good cheap fun. <laughs>
2: well, it used to be easier because you could get to one end and then you'd have somebody shuffle you back to the other end or try to stage vehicles beforehand. But now even that's a chore, and everybody's got nice vehicles. And oh, I don't want to get them muddy or. If you got a trailer loaded up for all the rafts or floats, wherever you got to do, it's a lot of work.
1: Well, yeah, and there's people that don't have a sense of humor because if you got a group going down, there's always somebody that don't have their land legs, or when they get out, they start puking, and nobody yeah. wants to. Nobody wants to take that person.
2: I remember we had a hay rack we were hauling <laughs> people back with, and one of the guys had fallen down, had an open t- that open tire low lowboy, he'd fallen down and was rubbing his back against it, and he was just sitting there. And it's rubbing the hide off his back, and he's like, Jesus. Oh, this is his look on it. It says, Well, get up, you dumb effort. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> he's just laying back there, and you can see chunks of him coming off.
1: Oh, my God.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, nothing good came out of that. So that's, I don't, that's
1: a good time city, that old river. The river yeah. and the quarry. Good, cheap fun. Yeah, absolutely. It's getting harder to find. Good, cheap fun.
0: So we're so right here. Calling me that too. <laughs> I'm <getting harder> to <laughs> now find. they've
1: ramped up Old Town Park, made it all like normal parks, so
2: it's patrolled.
1: Yep, it's patrolled.
2: Where's the guy
0: going? to? we're uh, not a safe zone.
2: Not a safe zone. Right? Not a Absolutely zone. not a safe zone.
1: <laughs> Get Corey's getting to be our last little piece of heaven.
2: Safe yep. zone. After that, we'll be at Farm Ponds. Mm-hmm. If they don't dry up, we're gonna get any goddamn rain. Goddamn! I God know, damn right? We need a rain. <clears throat> That's for sure. Are you, gonna- do you want a fresh one, or do you just want to keep drinking the other one?
1: One more, and we'll all go.
2: Well, if you have, you got some good stories to share with us. <laughs> <laughs> we can turn everything off and just sit here and
1: drink.
2: <clears throat> <throat> I'm well. I'll have one more, but I want to see some goddamn good stories. Oh God. Um, So how'd you get pregnant?
1: I'm pretty sure I got pregnant on our engagement party night. If there's any of you out there from Red Oak that remember uh, me and Rod's engagement party at Bud Laughlin's shop.
0: It was in the shop?
1: We had it out at Bud Laughlin's and we had a band and we had eight kegs of beer. And it was one hell of a party. It was our engagement party.
2: Uh the Emerald speaking of Bud Lofton, the old Emerald Isle is up for sale. Is it? Yep. Maybe oh. that could be your retirement. Oh. Move it to New Mexico. Which the Emerald Isle is a statewide known Irish it's, it's, bar for St. Paddy's Day. It's fun it might be dead the other three hundred and sixty four days a year, but St. Paddy's yeah. Day you're gonna make up for it. Yeah. Everybody comes to Imogene. Yeah. Best goddamn Tenderloins in Iowa, in my opinion. It's
1: pretty awesome.
2: Other than the back 40, thank you, Amy.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm pretty <laughs> sure she was conceived that evening. Well, that's exciting. It was a hell of a party.
0: <laughs> they call those conceivings.
1: That's right. It was a hell of a party. Oh, my God. We had, yep, Bud... Bud wanted to host it.
2: I miss that old son of a gun. He always had a good story when you meet up with him.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So, we had this neighbor gentleman, which you remember, James Henry. Oh. Hell of a gentleman. Mm-hmm. And he was widowed for, what, the last 15 years, maybe, of his life?
1: Yeah, probably.
2: Uh, uh But it lived right there east of us, yes. east in the And I was taking Jess and Caden over there fishing when Caden was just a lad. And Jess was down in the car, and she was looking adorable. We had the 4 there, I think, the side-by-side. And uh, he liked to check in before he went fishing. <laughs> <clears throat> I stopped at his house, rap on the door. and Hey, James, we're going to see if we go fishing. Oh, you bet. And That little girl you got over there. Oh, it's my wife, Jess. And, and he come over and he whispered real quick. He had arthritis real bad. and His fingers were about a 45 degree angle. Yep. And he patted up on my chest with his arthritic hand. He's like, you know, pat that little hair patch when you get home. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know, James. <laughs> That is not what I expected him to say because it's
1: just a sweet little oh, little man. Yeah, I've never heard him talking.
2: Oh. anything like <laughs> whatever, that. Whatever Jess was wearing that day sure set him off. <laughs>
1: but every time I was out there and I'd see him coming, I'd just take my rod out of the water, take my bait off, throw it back in because it was 10 times more fun to sit and talk with that man and listen to his stories than any kind S- of fishing so important putting for putting
2: for perspective for people that don't know this gentleman he built four 10 acre ponds on his property and they asked him why he did it. he said just so my friends had a good place to fish huh. and just the kind of guy he was that, and he had cabins out there and a recreation area and if you weren't he, his friend you weren't welcome but if you're his made, friend you'd be there
1: he made docks on every one of them yeah
2: fish feeding stations, mowed it all up every day. Linda and I were
1: out there one November, because every last load of corn in his combine, he'd take it up to that middle pond, and he'd just throw the auger out, and he'd drive around the pond and just unload it for the catfish. So there was... I think it was on November 7th one year. And Linda and I went out there because it was like a 70-degree day. And we caught these big freaking four of these big freaking catfish. And we always try to put stuff back. We always put stuff back. But if he's there, he insists you take them. So he caught us. So, we had to take them, and we took them home and sliced them things open, and these big, just giant globulars of yellow fat, <laughs> they were just full of yeah. corn, but that's what he did with every every last load of corn, he'd go out and open in his goddamn pond for the fish, catfish, it, for the catfish.
0: Yep. That's a lot of corn. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's awesome, but listening to his stories was almost as good as listening to Rich Patrick's grandpa. You guys don't remember. We called him Grandpa Tap. Everybody called. Other people call him Pat for, excuse me, Patrick.
2: His grandpa or his dad?
1: His grandpa. Yeah, I never knew him. Oh, my God, you missed out.
2: His mom still lives right over here west he, of this. When he
1: was like 75, he lived in the little Grandonia apartments, and I would go up, and Jamie was little, and uh, he would always tape Fraggle Rock for her. He'd be taping Fraggle Rock for her, and me and him would be he was 75 and we'd be sitting out in the kitchen visiting yeah and he would just he had stories he was like the first the first person around here to have a car what when when highway 92 was nothing but a quote unquote cow path He was the first person in this area to have a quote unquote car. I don't know which came first, the A or the T. I don't know. I don't know, but he was the first one to have one. And we're throwing it way back. Highway (laughs) 90. That's
2: his story. Right.
1: And. Well, well,
2: Sid talked about that too. That guy fording the river over here at this tractor. Remember that? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. By Doug's house?
1: Well, John was the first one to have a vehicle. And got to drive over and he was something else. And one time we had a <laughs> we had a party out to Blummel's and we would party all night and try to stay up and wait to watch Popeye in the morning at six o'clock. So Kathy'd make this relish, made a relish tray one night. So Pickle, we got old. We got all... Yeah. Grand we call him Grandpa Tap. And he had the prettiest full white head of hair yeah. and he always wore a little jean jacket and I mean he was he was uh he was a woman chaser. I mean when, when I knew him at seventy five, he was Still. Knee deep. Looking for a boner garage. So there's it? a
0: chance that he was the first guy in Pot County to get roadhead.
1: Yeah, that's. God that, Yeah, there's a big chance of that. We'll have I'm to, never going to tell we'll Nick about that. To, His head we'll, will be so big. We'll have to talk. My for, great, great granddaddy. We'll have to talk to Rich about that sometime. Yeah,
2: get rich we'll, on here. We'll
1: get rich. Yeah, big time. And uh oh my god, where was I going with that? I got lost.
2: Well, I suppose you could have had trailhead versus roadhead, but I'm guessing trailhead was pretty raunchy.
1: Oh, the night. of did her
2: horse that close to you. the the night?
1: The night <laughs> we had the, buggy. the night we had the party waiting for Popeye. Kathy made this relish tray, and so we're all it's up. like four o'clock in the morning, and we're all fucked up. I mean. To the max, waiting for six o'clock for Popeye to come on. And John was with us, and it's like I'm in my prime late 20s, mid 20s, and John's like 75, and he's out there partying. You give with him a run, him. he's out there partying with us, and we all got the munchies, of course, and so he gets into the Relish tray, and he gets a piece of cauliflower. And somebody tells a joke, and we're all cracking up. And he starts to crack up and he's laughing. And the next thing we knew, he's got this piece of cauliflower, and both sets of his dentures (laughs) are locked in. (laughs) Locked into that goddamn piece of cauliflower. (laughs) 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 You had to be there, man. and his laugh, it was like a... He had a really specific laugh. And his freaking teeth were... Both sets were locked into that cauliflower because he lost his shit laughing. <clears throat> and, of course, I thought we were going to have to call an ambulance because we <laughs> were all, all men down. We lost our shit because... He lost his teeth. <laughs> there's no way I can do that justice. You had to goddamn be there.
2: I don't, before too long, you'll be somebody's <laughs> Grandpa John. And like, Remember that when Joni was 75 and we were 25? <laughs> that math will do, right? That'll I be Caden so. memory and you'll be 75 and <sighs> they
1: will be 25. Well, there's already plans that... That's 10 years for both of you. uh, There's already plans between him and Aunt B that uh, when he gets to be legal age, we're supposed to go down to Glenwood because Aunt B will be 30? Probably 40. 40? Emery will be is it legal age 18 now? Uh, for
2: drinking? No. You'd be 21 to buy smokes. Surely you'd be 21 to drink. I think she's meeting the the playhouse. I don't know how you'd yeah. be to go in there.
1: Never no, been. what's the. What is the legal drinking age now? 21. Okay.
2: You'll be 21 to smoke or drink, but you can die at 18 for your country. For so it must be. Let's get political.
1: Must be 18 because <laughs> he's got it all figured out that Aunt B will be such and such. He'll be 18 and I'll be 69. Nice. I
2: can't think of.
1: And he wants our play date to be at the playhouse eh, when he's legal to go. That's weird.
2: I don't. When I was ready to go see boobs, like, hey, Grandma, let's go look some titties. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't have Grandma J. <laughs> no, or, Aunt, or Aunt B. <laughs> yeah, that's true.
0: That's Put true. them together.
2: That's BJ. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to, to get her with a spit take. <laughs> Does Shelby have a nickname too?
1: Oh. I've only met her very briefly a couple times. Don't really
2: even know where. Well, so after their house burned down, uh, she was needing some clothes and stuff. So I was going through my wardrobe, which anybody knows me. Obviously, I've got some stellar threads. Yeah. If you see what I'm wearing right now, log into the video. Uh, and so I gave her some threads, and I threw a buck knife in on top of it, and I put a note in there. I said, "You're gonna need this. You put these on. You're gonna have to fight the women off." <laughs> <laughs> need some protection. That's awesome. And to protect yourself. That's awesome. That's all I had. That's, that's it? That's it. That's oh, all I had. man. All right. Take the camera
0: off you and put it back on,
2: John? Yeah.
1: All right. Oh, man. <laughs> okay, let's see what well, I'm going to pull on my ass now. Uh, speaking of legal age, I got a story for you. When uh, it was legal, drinking age was 18 for me. So we had been on our class trip and went to the Ozarks. So my birthday landed on the day that we got back. And so coincidentally, the bus, when we came back, just dropped the Dhoni kids off in Dhoni right in front of the bar when Gibby's. Gibby still had the bar. So I just took my suitcase and just walked into the bar because that was my birthday. Got off the bus, walked into Gibby's, got totally freaking toasted on Bloody Marys and Salty Dogs. And there was this kindest man that gave me a ride home and carried me upstairs and put me in bed. And I go, oh, my God, uh, this isn't going to work. And he, he was picked too, me back up again. Too mucho. Too mucho. Took,
2: too mucho.
1: Took me downstairs, laid me out in the front yard, went it's back and got car. me a sleeping bag. Ah, ah. And the next morning. Hold I'll, on,
2: hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> you were too drunk to sleep, so he drug you back downstairs and sprayed you out the front yard. He picked me up
1: and took me back downstairs and took me out into the front yard, covered me up with a sleeping bag, and the next morning I woke up in my puke and everything Let else you like you would softly whispered. You want to know who that fine gentleman was? Max Scott. Your dad.
2: <laughs> <laughs> From that moment on I knew I was gay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh god
2: I don't understand you don't Wait. feel good let's go
1: throw you out in the grass oh no that was I told him take me outside the minute he laid me down in my bed it was like I got the spins shoo, I go shoo, shoo. I need to go outside <laughs> so he picked me up again took me back down the stairs and took me out in the front yard and that's where I woke up the next morning all covered up and has was buke all around and that's great. Happy 18. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's freaking great. Right? That's amazing story.
1: And our yeah. prom parties were two years in a row. Dad took us down to the timber. Everybody in, and then he threw a chain and a padlock on the gate. You're in, you're in. That's it. So,
2: there's pros and cons of that old school attitude. I definitely see the pros of it. Mm-hmm. I can see a few cons. Obviously, kids shouldn't be drinking and all that jazz, but it did keep kids from dying. So, you got that silver lining. Frank, your take? Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to agree. Oh, I got to switch the camera. I'm going to agree that
0: it, it that is probably the more responsible thing to do. Would I take my daughters out there and lock them in <laughs> in a gate? No. But... I've met their mother.
1: Well, we could crawl over the fence if we wanted to. It was that was just to keep any vehicles from getting out and anybody getting hurt. And then the next year, we had it up in the barnyard. And
2: well, actually our senior party would just started across the, on the old church ground. <laughs>
1: yeah. And mom and dad would they were sitting at the kitchen table the next morning, and he said there were kids coming down out of the hay mow, out of the corn crib, out of the shop, out of the machine shed. Yeah. <laughs> they'd get so far and they'd stop, puke, and then they'd go
0: away. <laughs> Thank God you didn't have a twenty-two and a sack of potatoes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <A> throwback. <laughs> That was good. Yep. Empty the bag. Fill it with rats. <laughs> well, that you was remember good times. at our senior that's party, ended up to on shoot. your wife's couch.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We, because it started raining, so we got rained out of the party like six in the morning. All went to Bob and Vic's.
0: Yeah. They were down in Kansas, and they were showing that house of the day. That day. Oh, really? To sell it. So Shai, that's what I was pretty adamant that nobody screw anything up. Yeah. And then I ate all of their cereal. Show them. Yep.
2: Yeah, you're gonna open up bare cabinets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, totally change the subject. Have you seen how Clark Griswold's house? Their house is decorated up. Size old house. Yeah. Holy it's buckets! They go all to the out. nines. It's Clark Griswold style. Right up the street here.
0: You have to go check it out.
2: You remember where Bob and Vic used to live? Remember where Kevin Green lived? Mm-hmm. Same place. It's right on the south side there.
1: Oh, okay. You can't <coughs> miss it when you go by there. No,
2: nope. you'll know exactly what he was talking about when you drive by. Yep. Yeah, did it up nice. I mean, not to put you but down that your neighbors really did Christmas up, but... And I've got one string of lights across the front of the house. Uh, I've got one and a half, so... Did you get that up, by the way? One and a half. No. That was, like,
0: so, his big plans over the weekend. Was I deep. put...
2: Five years ago, I put four strands of lights up. But they're ones that they are permanently up so you screw them up. And when you shut them off, they turn white and you can't hardly see them on the flashing of the gutters. <clears throat> well, some of them were screwed up. Some of them had double-sided tape. So when it got hot this summer, the <laughs> double-sided tape was melting. <laughs> and so Kate's it like, Dad, can you take the lights down? They're banging off my bedroom window. I'm like, screwing up my rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> ah, not safe zone not a safe zone <laughs> so so I took down the one string of lights and so now we only have three strings of lights instead of four and Marshall's like yeah it'd really look good if the rest of the house was done dad <laughs> cause you know on the country not that many people see it but if I did all the way around the house you could probably see it from the highway maybe but not very damn well yeah. so I did just do the front not the side do you do the sides no no it's just the yeah. Front. who does the sides of their house yeah one,
1: one time when Jamie was little, when I lived out there in Falk's house, um, the blue house on M16, isn't that where Brian Sherwood lives on uh, M16? Brian, I thought Bentley? Brian and Sheila lived, in they them. did
2: years ago. Okay, and she it's been well, a belly house for a long time. I don't know who lives there now, same house, yep,
1: but so we're back to the east from that in Falk's house when Jamie was little. So I had her convinced that the lights on that house to get her to go to bed on Christmas Eve, I'd tell her, look over there, because they had lights up. i go, there he is. You better hurry up and get in bed. And she fell for it. And that was (laughs) awesome. That was awesome.
0: I think it's dark here. At so it it does do pay you, for uh, five. It
1: does pay for country people to put up Christmas lights.
2: <laughs> so, do you do Elf on the Shelf for your kids? Yes. So we do as they well. They're way too old. They both know, but they're still a pain yeah. in the ass. And uh, a video came across my newsfeed that a mom put up. So this morning, our elves were caught in a booby trap in one of Jess's giant bras. Oh. <coughs> and said. Oh, look. Look what I caught in a booby trap. And it was one of (laughs) Jess's sports bras with the elves all crammed in it. You have have different elves for each kid? Uh, We have three elves and two animals. Two St. Bernards. Woof. And now they just last night adopted Icelandic fox. Congratulations. Surprise! (laughs) Where the fuck that came from. Thanks, Jess yeah she's very she's very good at the festivities we've got
0: we've got the one elf and his name is Steve and he moves sometimes and we're Facts also good we're also pretty good about when we forget to do the tooth fairy to tell him that it was real windy and the tooth fairy is so little she can't fly in the wind. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's a good one, like Tinkerbell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, up, up, up. Tinkerbell and can't hummingbirds she can't fly. fly in that shit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, good, Julia Roberts. Yeah, she She was can pretty, fly? In, no. She played in Tinkerbell in, the, in Hook. Yeah. Best Robin Hood ever. It's pretty good.
0: Rufio. Prove me wrong. Rufio.
2: Uh Dustin Hoffman, was he uh, Captain Hook? He was Captain Hook. Yeah. Great Captain Hook.
1: I don't think I saw that one. Robin
2: no. Hood or with uh Robin Williams <laughs> was
0: Robin Hood?
1: Hmm.
0: He was Peter Pan, not Robin Hood.
2: <laughs> <laughs> beer sure is good. This is
1: Yeah. Good beer. I shall never see that movie. <laughs> I brought I brought some Babs, big ass beers. Yeah. Uh
2: old Bounders. Andy calls him bedwetters
1: <laughs> Howdy.
0: <laughs> that, my hilarious joke earlier, and I get nothing. But all of a
2: sudden, Brad calls them bedwetters. Oh, you know, Andy. called them bedwetters, and then they're the she teacher man. Take on it. The teacher man calls them bedwetters,
1: bedwetters. Yeah, I can see that.
0: You call it bulls, pants, shirts. See, shirt? I
1: don't, I don't yeah. like to drink these in the summertime because I, I can't get them down get too hot soon enough. Yeah.
2: We only drink pounders on. Rig, I'll right?
1: drink them in the winter time a little
2: bit. But does anybody hear anything other than my chair squeaking? That's all I, I hear. I've never. I haven't oh, heard. It yet. That's all I hear. I every time I yet. wiggle.
0: And now I heard it. Yeah. This whole thing's unusable. It's like that Megan Stallion song.
1: Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like the old metal bed on the farm.
0: <laughs> Can't go inside. Norm's nope.
2: after it. Yep. I thought this was a safe zone.
1: <laughs> Actually, he was born in that house
2: on the west side of the creek. There, yeah, right west of the church farm. She's talking on that dirt road. Okay. They have yep. their ranch down there. Really? He
1: he was born in the house at the farm. The other two
0: were they did things different back then.
1: Mm-hmm. Couldn't get couldn't get there in time or something, but he was born at the house.
0: Well, what's his name? Wouldn't bring the old Model A down.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Traffic yeah. was bad.
0: Traffic yeah. There was. Yeah. There's a cow on the road. Yeah.
1: Too many ox carts. Yeah, I tell you what. I I miss old John a lot and James because talk about people to sit down and listen to their stories. That was That was two guys that were um, amazing. And some of the the women from that time, too, because during the summers, it was before I could drive, all I had was my horse. So I would take off on my horse, and I'd be gone all day, and I had what I called my cookie route. So I would leave the farm. And go over to Bobby Green's.
2: Do you ever think about riding to a job? Just kidding.
1: <laughs> I had plenty to do on right. the farm. Right. I didn't need a job.
2: So you're cooking around, I apologize. But
1: yeah, yeah, because it was like, you got food, clothing, and shelter, and chores. What do you need paid for? Right. You know, that's how it was then. Right. You work. And so it was Bobby Green's, and then I'd go from Bobby Green's over to John and Helen Clayton's. And then I would go up to Don and Agnes McKenzie when they had the blacksmith shop.
2: On the trail there? On the trail. Yep.
1: And then I would come back to um, the, it was Rich's timber but rich didn't live in there uh his glinda. mom did right uh, no there's some other people up in there um and there was this lady that lived i think her name was hold on glinda
2: that's the same timber you talk about on that story with cody where he got lost where he was parked with a combine to oh the yeah South. real big hills lots of lots of goats yep lots yeah. of shirt you got a
1: pretty mouth so it was that big timber, and there, there, there was this lady that lived. There was two oh. houses on that property, and the, one oh, of them we're was. Getting, a, we're
2: getting sidetracked. We got, we're on the cookie route.
1: Cookie route, right? And so I go from the blacksmith shop back through that timber that was just east of our timber,
2: Sherwood Forest.
1: Yep, same thing. Glenda's Timber, I just
2: think of Joni, like Jenny on Forrest Gump, wandering through the grass, long hair blown in the wind.
1: Always had ponytail.
2: Yep. So why'd you call it the cookie route? Do you just go steal cookies?
1: Yeah, because they always made cookies for me (laughs) in the summertime. So I'd run my cookie route, and then when I'd get home, my ass would be in trouble because I wasn't hungry for summertime because I'd hit all them... (laughs) all them gals and, and that was my cookie route. (laughs) That's what you did. Yeah. Or ride to town, ride to town in the summertime and tie my horse up underneath the siren and go into the post office because Lawrence Coleman was the postmaster who's my mom's first cousin. Mark and Doreen. Yep. To be Mark's dad. Or Marilyn, as in Max and Marilyn, her first husband. Yep. Well, he would take his lunch break, and him and his dad would go into the bar, so I'd time it right, so I'd go in there, and Uncle Shorty and Lawrence, one of them, buy me a pop, and the other one would buy me a candy bar. So...
2: It's amazing. Young Joni doesn't have diabetes. Right. He, he had a, his candy bars and pop. Oh my had gosh. A,
1: Lawrence always had a two vodka sour lunch break when he was a postmaster. And then I get my goodies and
0: <laughs> get back on
2: the horse. Get
1: back on the horse, and did, ride back home. I mean,
2: we got a lot of shit done. Did you have, what do you think? Is it Words of Wisdom time? I think it's Words of Wisdom. Go time. for
0: it. All right, Joni. What, uh, what are your words of wisdom? So the, the, the words <clears throat> that you still live by to this day.
1: The best words of wisdom that I ever received in my life was on my grandmother's deathbed. She told me the day before she died that If I was lucky enough to have love in my life, that there was, it was nobody else's goddamn business. And that woman never cussed. It was nobody's goddamn business who it was. And she told me that a person's wealth is not measured by the amount of material things that they have. But it's measured by, at the end of your life, the number of true friends that you have accumulated in your lifetime.